three intrepid explorers are going around the world in 80 podcasts. They're going to follow in the famous footsteps of Jules Verne's miserable hero, Phileas Fogg, all from the safety of their podcast studio. It's time to discover new places whilst listening to a drawn-out and mostly damning book review. Hello, and welcome to episode 78 of Around the World in 80 Podcasts. I'm Lawrence Osler, and this week we're in the city of Westminster. Uh, yeah, very clever. Thank you. <laughs> are we? I'm not as amused. Not the reaction I was hoping for, expecting for applause. Uh, yes, it's everyone's favourite city within a city, a cool oasis within London's smog, uh, Westminster City. I'm joined by the venerable Sir Nicholas of Harris Fry and the esteemed Benjamin of Smithshire. How are you? Sort of Westminster names. Perhaps oh, you're in the House of Lords. That might be your name. What, do you think? Why, why what are the boundaries of the city of Westminster? Uh, there's no way of... No, I think it's just the, the um, Palace of Westminster. Is that where Fogg is right now? Yes, that's where Fogg is right now. Is he? No, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you've just joined us, we're, uh, we're following the route of Phileas Fogg. And in chapter... In this bit, it's chapter 78, he's um, just got back to the... This is him it's getting back to the Reform yeah, Club. Episode, and the Reform Club... Episode yeah, episode 78. And it's on Pall Mall, which is in the city of Westminster. Oh... Is he actually at the Reform Club? Well, we're about to find out. Does he make it? He's like giving it away, in a way. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How can we do an episode about it? It would be weird to do it. <laughs> sure. We just think he's going to get married um, in, her, in, in his house, right? Ben, I think this episode's going to shock you. I really do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me say no more. Can Are you I, wearing socks right Can now? I ask you if you've finished the book yet? <laughs> I have not. Because we... have <laughs> just chapter yet. Having, still not finished the book. Having read this chapter, I'm quite angry, uh, but I'm also really excited for, for Nick's closing the chapter, closing yeah. the book. Yeah. Closing out. Next week. Hey. Um, just like to take a moment to say that um, it's quite hot in here. Yeah. Uh, and we've got quite a var- var- variety of attire. Oh, yes. I'm in sort of thick jeans. Tight jeans. Uh, thick jeans <laughs> and, uh, and a sweater. For no reason. Ben is in a light t-shirt and shorts. He looks cool as a cucumber. It says one outside, mm. but uh, we're not outside. Mm. His thick arms and legs are on display. Loosey-goosey. <laughs> uh, Nick, on the other hand, has the trousers of um, someone being a investigated dentist. by... Yes, yes, the trousers of a dentist... Or uh, someone... On trial for... Yeah, uh, crimes. Yeah, against minors. Um, They'd wear a suit in the court, Nick, would you like like to talk us through your sort of skin... Are they anti-crease trousers? Skin-tight trousers? They're kind of weird trousers. Is it plastic? They're basically in between joggers and trousers. So the Mm. idea is you can kind of get away with going to quite casual work, like I have, without being as comfortable as if you're wearing joggers. It doesn't look like there's a lot of give in them. Oh, it's all give, Ben. That's what you're wrong. They have four-way stretch. Whoa! If you could see that, um, Nick has just stretched his trousers three times the size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, could, it, could, it could fit your legs. Your barrelman legs. My barrelman legs. I shouldn't have thought so. It'd be is, too long. Is there a kind of a ball bag uh, netting in there? or Absolutely none of that. No. no. There's just a lot of space. To because it looks ball. quite perishable. Perishable? Uh, yeah, they're just a material. No, the material I think is strong as oak. Okay. Good. Actually, it might be made from oak. <laughs> oak trousers. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, um, you know, different. different uh, and and I pair that with a grey polo shirt from Primark and some socks. Mm. Too wintry. Okay, well, we've got our famous quiz coming up, a uh, little taste of local life of the city of Westminster. But first, it's Book Club. Yes. Around the, around the world in 80 points. Hey, so, we're in the penultimate chapter in Book Club. Is it wedding time? 
It's almost wedding time, Nick. But actually, uh, Jules Man takes this moment to take us back to uh, the the guys of the Reform Club, and we're now going to look at the events unfolding unfolding from their eyes. Okay, right. let me set the scene. You're in Pall Mall. You're in one of London's most. Is that the city of Westminster? It it might be Ben. Hold on a minute. <laughs> Something's adding up. We are in a dingy club, one of, oh, actually not dingy, one yeah. of London's foremost gentlemen's clubs. In there you have five of the most strange men that you could wish to <laughs> They probably call themselves Phileas Fogg's friends. He wouldn't call them that, of course. <laughs> Absolutely not. friends or family. <laughs> His brother's in there. Phileas refuses to acknowledge We have the bankers, John Sullivan and Samuel Fallentine. The engineer, Andrew Stewart, who originally... Um, Challenged Jules Van, uh, sorry, Phileas Fogg to the bet. We've got Ralph and the director of the Bank of England, Thomas Flanagan. Ralph has never said Hang on, Ralph. <laughs> okay. I'm the He's basically, I avoided his surname's Ralph, and Ralph I avoided saying his first. Oh, I see. Weirdly, Ralph Wiggum from The Simpsons. Much <laughs> there. Much knocking around. Much in the corner. Much is the waiter. Much as I suppose, why much quicker than Phileas. <laughs> so, these guys have gathered. And they, uh, Fogg has to get there. The deadline is quarter to nine that evening. Mm. They're playing some cards. There's 15 minutes left. And the tension is building. All week, people have been casting bets. They've been, the whole country's been transfixed. It says, uh, it says, his five fellow members, members of the Reform Club passed through those three days in a state of anxious suspense. Phileas Fogg, whom they had forgotten, now suddenly loomed before them. Where was he at this moment? And, <laughs> and then they go on to say, was he dead? Had he given up the contest, or was he pursuing, pursuing his journey along the settled route? And would he appear at quarter to nine the, as the very god of punctuality? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not the most famous or popular god. <laughs> the god of punctuality. Is Zeus Hermes? Who's that? It's Dennis, god of punctuality. <laughs> Dennis. He's always got time. Bit of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what could he do? He could just sort of fire lightning bolts at people who are slightly late. <laughs> well, he has to ask Zeus to do that. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not now, Dennis. That is my whole thing. <laughs> Don't do it now, it looks bad. <laughs> I'm the prick. <laughs> right, so uh what happens next is yes, the, the crowd builds outside the reform club. The whole country is buzzing. Now there's one particular man who's really invested in it. And that is paralytic old Lord Album Albemarle. Do you remember him? Uh, vaguely, yes. So in the very beginning, he was the only person in the whole country to yeah, bet that Fogg would succeed. Yeah. Uh, so he is particularly nervous, and people ask him, "Do you still think Fogg's going to succeed?" And he says, "Oh yes." Yeah. Why are you asking him? Why would he know? <laughs> I don't know. Mad old man. <laughs> Mad old Albemarle. <laughs> so age voice in the whole debate. There's a crowd that apparently the police cannot contain. Why? Why would they be that? So, just picture this, right? But bear in mind this as well. How yeah, mild? Absolutely. <laughs> Why are they so excited? <laughs> yeah, uncontainable. Fucking mundane. <laughs> what are they doing? Are they smashing shops up? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Can't contain them. <laughs> we want to see the result of the end of this bet. Burt London you, you down. You will do if you just stay there. <laughs> it's a question of time. That's Dennis. <laughs> Um, it's there's an actual little bit where here it says the anxiety in which English society existed God. during those three days is beyond description. <laughs> God, <sorry. 
<laughs> I think it's beyond Jules' description. Fogs in London as well. You're yeah. witnessing this. Well, this is it. They say the house in Savile Row is kept under observation morning and evening. Nothing. But he went. He so was the there. Actually, there. So sort of kept under quite He's poor observation. He's got room. He's a... what? Pat's been staring at you. Pat, there's no way could keep quiet. He's putting no, it in and out of the house. Imagine a racket. He'd have got his Pat Patu flat. flat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. We've got nothing. So. Anyway, in the club, these five guys are chatting. And they start to say, well, there's no way he's going to make it. The last train would have had to have been, he would have been here by now. You know, had to got the last train from Liverpool. He's not made it. And then one of them pops up, Valentine. He says, wait, where we must not decide yet. Perhaps, uh, perhaps he will turn up bang on time. I wouldn't be surprised. Stuart, who's the guy that made the original bet. The cad. He says, and I... Stuart, in his usual nervous state of mind, if I saw him appear, I should not believe my eyes. And suddenly he starts to get a bit worried. And Sullivan says, I think he might arrive. And Stuart suddenly pops up, he has lost, gentlemen! He has lost a hundred <laughs> times over! So every time! <laughs> Everyone just shut up! I'm definitely one Just shut up! Just shut up! And then he makes claims that he just can't back up. He says, on the most favourable su- supposition, he has scarcely reached America! So he's just... <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so worried then? He's not in America! If I say it, it must be true. <laughs> so he's convinced. They've got five minutes more. Uh, at this point... He's mad. He's this close. Stuart says, I would not give my £4,000 share of the wager where I offered 3999 for it. Oh, that is arrogant. arrogant. I respect that. Was anyone offering him that? Because they look like a right lemon. <laughs> I don't think they were. <laughs> the hand pointed at 8.42. Fog had not arrived. 8.44 then, said John Sullivan, in a voice that betrayed his emotion. One minute 844? left. 8.44? At the 40th second, nothing. At the 50th, still nothing. Bear in mind, Pall Mall's quite a long road. There's a massive, uncontrollable <laughs> crowd outside. They're so uncontrollable, they're not even looking. And, and they're not they in, like, looking the, at anything. They're not in the lobby of the Reform Club. They're actually in, like, one of the rooms within the Reform yeah. Club. <laughs> yeah, he signed in. There's, there's ten seconds left. <laughs> <laughs> the 50th second nothing Soldier on the stairs can't be in at the 55th second yeah. he sprints down the length of power now <laughs> I should really get to the reform club <laughs> I should get my coat <laughs> <laughs> at the 55th second they heard a thunderous burst of noise outside applause hurrahs even curses spreading far and wide. curses the players stood up so that's that's all in the 55th second that bit happened yeah right. he's got five seconds to get from the street <laughs> to that room not at possible the, no no there's a bit in between at the 57th second Nick. <laughs> seconds. <laughs> the door... <laughs> the door of the drawing room swung open. Two seconds he's got to that door. Oh, yeah, the, the crowd. He got through the crowd. Police couldn't hold the crowd, but he popped through there. <laughs> so I did. Let's check his coat. <laughs> it's enormous roar. Straight in. Are you a member? You can't just walk in. <laughs> no, I am a member. Let me get my card. Hold on. Let's go the house. <laughs> I've got three seconds. That should be enough to get back to Liverpool where I left it to get back. Hold my hat one second, I'm just gonna I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Um oh, I've left my passport, I can't prove it. Um Let me go back again. He's just been out of South Road the whole time. At the 59th and a half second. <laughs> he was he had again forgotten something. They heard a Pop drink back. pour outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before the pendulum beat the 60th second, Phileas Fogg appeared. I mean followed by a delirious crowd that had forced their way into the club and in his calm voice said, Here I am, gentlemen. 
Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, I did like, I did think, and if he got it like one second past, he go, ah, oh, I got, I mean, how accurate is this clock? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, my mind, what's your five minutes late? Yeah. When they changed the clock? Yeah, that's true. actually look at the time when he left. Yeah. I yeah, think he did shout it, didn't he? Just sort of said, because he was, yeah. So the second. That I, nervous Stuart man was being quite. I went, I went back and looked at it. So bearing in mind, Stuart has now lost five grand or whatever. I went back and looked at the bet. And basically, there wasn't even going to be a bet. And Stuart just out of nowhere, there was, he sat down, started playing cards, and then he just went, went, well, Mr. Fogg, I bet you £4,000, and that was it. And then that's where it all sprung from. If he just carried on and played cards, he never would have got himself in this Just check his bank account. I bet you £4,000. <laughs> got exactly a bit of overdraft. <laughs> and then 20 seconds beforehand, he's the most arrogant man. Um, yeah, so that is the end of it. And Fogg has made it. He has won his bet. How could that have happened? Oh, well mm, done, we thought he'd failed. I thought he was doing it married. Yeah, wait a minute. Hang on, Lars. Huh? It doesn't add up. Bum, bum, bum. And not just the fact you made it down the whole of Pall Mall in three seconds. <laughs> uh, no, two. Gentlemen, here I am. Like, sweating. Trying to be quite like, covered in sweat. <laughs> Sprinted leather. You've got like, all his shoes have been falling off. Here, here I am. Calm and cool. What is it? Another mistake in this video spotted, which is Lord Albemarle bet £4,000 on Fog to make it. So he's cleaned up. And he probably got better odds than Fogg did himself. Fogg got two to one to get around the world in 80 days. Mm. Idiot. Yeah, well, we, yeah. You should have put up a grand for that. Yeah. Well, old arrogant, uh, <laughs> old arrogant, uh, what's his name? Stuart. He says, according to my reckoning, he'll be 20 days late. And Lord <laughs> Albemarle will also be a loser to the tune of £5,000. So, A, they've got the number wrong for some reason. Inflation. But also, they put, he's like a paralytic old man. 80 days worth of inflation. <laughs> God, it's going up fast. I didn't even get two, he got evens. And yeah. he's still <laughs> fuming about this. It's like betting on, like, it's like, it's like City to win at home versus Stoke. And he's gone round the world, mate. It's, it's a bit like that. I think people have made that comparison. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. It's actually the first review on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine these odds on City to win. <laughs> <laughs> I'd absolutely love it if, like, Arlemar did get, like, you know, 100 to 1. He's just, like, fucking king of London. Yeah. They all get, like, <laughs> off his face. Well, the poor guy is paralysed and he's just being mocked well, mercilessly. Well, paralytic, as in paralysed, paralysed well, yeah. and drunk. No, no, well, no, I think. Uh, I don't think that came into parlance. How did he even play? Who's, who's he making that bet with him? <laughs> I don't know, yeah. <laughs> Would you want to bet on Elmar? Would you want to bet on he's going around the world? He says yes. Take his money. <laughs> he's, he's, when asked if he thought he was a silly bet, he simply replied, if the thing can be done, it is well that an Englishman should be the first to do it. Why do people come asking me questions, I wonder? Just <laughs> <laughs> trying to sit at home. <laughs> hey, so there we go. We'll find out perhaps... <laughs> What happened? Yeah, it doesn't seem to make sense. It just doesn't I seem thought they'd missed the deadline. Well, next week, guys, I'll clear it all up when we finish the book. What? Leaving yeah. one episode for our favourite moments and such. Yeah. A special episode. All right. Be a lot of fun. Should some look alive? Always. Yeah, why not? Around the world in 80 points. Okay, so, look alive. Uh, fun fact about the city of Westminster. The MP is the Right Honourable Mr. Mark Field of the Conservative Party. A couple of facts about him. He is the Minister for Asia and the Pacific. He has written two books and he once had an affair with the MP from the southwest of Norfolk. More next week. He was playing the field. Lovely stuff. He probably gets that a lot. Uh, And I also read this tale about the city of Westminster. It's called Drowning in Beer. 
Okay. One of London's worst disasters actually took place in Westminster. What is now the Dominion Theatre was the Horseshoe Brewery in 1814, and on the 17th of October, one of the iron rings holding a seven-metre vat of beer burst open and upended another vat of beer, ultimately spilling the equivalent of 2.5 million pints of porter into the brewery and the nearby streets. The beer ended up filling people's basements, destroying their homes. Ultimately, the disaster claimed nine lives. What? Wow. Why did it claim nine lives? I don't know. Don't set up your beer in like a Come domino on, seven, system. Seven metre long. How long? How many gallons was it you said? Uh, 2.5 million pints. Seven metres long is 2.5 million pints. Two a seven metre vat. Fourteen metre long vat. And another, I've added another vat. A couple of vats. I'm just doing a quick math. Yeah, it works. It works. Oh, it does the work? Have you done the math? I've done the math. Mm. You've got a cal- calculator on your watch. Can you maybe just use that? Yeah, it works out. Perfect. So my question to you guys is, uh, if your basement was to be flooded, what would you flood it with? Yeah, good question. Thanks. Mm. Uh, because I thought... Uh, if Oxygen-rich you... rich air. Ah, I sort of meant liquid. Ah, I should have said you've... that. Sorry. Said that. No, Too late, I... I've answered that. No, you've uh, answered. Uh, over to Nick. Nick. Should, uh, should be liquid, really. Sorry about that. Clean water would be the easiest to clean up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> water damage, though. Yeah, but everything else would have that water damage, plus the fact it would probably smell a bit. So mm. It's pretty good, I guess, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good answer, actually. I'll go for regular flood water, please. <laughs> good solid flood water. With uh, X amount of silt. <laughs> mm. I'd say uh, salt water, so that uh, for those who couldn't swim, they'd be buoyant. A lot, very lots salty. Of, very <laughs> salty. Wait, what's this flooding? Your, your basement. Your Who's down there? Yeah. Who's down well, there? Well, I don't know. Nine, nine people died there. <laughs> Why have they got nine people in basements? I don't know, but what I was thinking, if there was going to be something that flooded your basement, beer would be quite a nice thing. No, it stink that place out. Say, so guys, pop on oh, over. I've got a basement. Stink. Absolutely reeks. Stale beer. Yeah. yeah. Okay, what do you think? What do you think? They go, oh, mate, we'll party over mine. Yeah. Well, you're going to drink it straight off the surface. Drink it up. If you've got new beer and it's like, just a bit. <laughs> a basement. Everyone so. come round. And they come in and there's like a dead body floating <laughs> in a big fat beer. Grab a glass. Just <laughs> 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 decomposing bodies. Horrible. So. Hmm. Should we quiz? Yeah. Or <laughs> <Yeah, sure. laughs> <laughs> was that not the first question? Uh, <laughs> or no. Did you rather, did you <laughs> no, it wasn't. Ben would have lost for cheating. Around the world in 80 bolts. Yeah, it's working. So we've got to know a little bit of um, local life in the city of Westminster, and now we're going to get to know a little more with our weekly quiz. And I say weekly very loosely. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um... Okay, guys, it's the same format as University Challenge. We're going to have five questions, three bonuses, you know. Um, Ben, are you ready? No, can't find the buzzer. Can't find his buzzer. Nick, let's hear your buzzer while we wait. Awful sound. Don't do that again. That's all one press. And Ben. There it is. Can we just get a little bit of volume? Probably too much. Okay. Guys, here we go. Question one, you ready? What's it about? Uh, The City of Westminster. Perfect. What is the official name of the large clock above the Palace of West? Oh, that was tight. Who claims it? I, I was losing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fine. Yeah. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. Oh, an extraordinarily tense game, which was won by Nick. <laughs> yeah, uh, Nick was snipping Ben's paper. Now, uh, Nick, it was. Uh, I know you haven't said the answer, have you? Uh, no, I haven't. I'll <laughs> take the bonus this time. What's the answer? <laughs> fair enough. No, Sorry. fair enough. <laughs> Why should he? I just want to know the answer, because he asked me what was the name of the big clock. Of her. I don't know if you don't know that. Um, What's the official name? Yeah. 
Yeah, don't repeat it. Don't repeat the question. So this is not actually think. Is it the Tower of Westminster? No, that's wrong. I'm going to pass it over to Ben. I'm going to go for Westminster Clock. Oh no, no! I was the looking Clock of Westminster. No, I was looking for Elizabeth Tower. Yeah, a lot harder than we both thought. Buzzing in. Yeah. Uh, so it's Big Ben, but the official name is Elizabeth Tower. Big Ben's the Big Ben's the bell. Yeah. Yeah. We'll both the bells. Yeah. All right. Well, those. That's fine. Those will roll over to the end of the quiz. <laughs> Question two. Fingers on buzzers. Oh, yeah. Ready? The city of Westminster is listed on Wikipedia as the third smallest city in the UK. What is the smallest? I think that was Nick. Um, uh, it would probably be the city of London. It's not, actually. Um, I thought that as well. Ben? Um, I, I know what it is, and I can't remember the name. There's 2,000 people live there. Um, I'll have to go for... Dos Mill St. Ives. Ah, oh, so close. It's St. David's. St. David's. Yeah, definitely didn't know it. Okay. Tuffy. That's, that's a Tuffy. That's fine. That rolls over as well. That's a very obscure program I watched. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have pitched this too far. Uh, you weren't uh, getting any of the questions. <laughs> 25 bonuses. Oh, do you want to get some of the questions? <laughs> mm. 25 bonuses. I saw these suckers out. I'll show them in the last quiz. <laughs> yeah, laughed laugh at me for four years. <laughs> Couldn't get any of them, could you guys? No, I said to the nearest <laughs> ten. What's the average temperature of? <laughs> oh, it's about films. You don't know it. Now we're done. No, no, good, quiz, good, quiz, good quiz. Good quiz. No, it's been a good few years. All right, <laughs> um, guys. Question three is a quick round of population speculation. Oh yes, population speculation. What's well, this? A multiple choice with only one right answer. No. So what I want you to do is write down your answer and. So I'm not buzzing. No, no buzzing. I want you to write down your answer. I'm not doing this. No. Put. Okay, I'll wait. If you can put that down. Beg right on this. Write down your guess for the population of the city of Westminster. The closest gets 10 points. Shall I write it on my. Um, yeah. I'll write it on my phone, notes. that's a good idea. Yeah, actually, right, perhaps yeah. write it on your notes on your phone. Uh, this is uh, going to make some pretty weird podcast material. Yeah, it's a terrible one of your classic tries to be weird with his weird questions. and. I get a lot, of a, a lot of jib for my fun <laughs> questions. Yeah. I have absolutely no idea. Um, Nick has no idea. Okay, He's jotting something down. Ben, Ben, straight in there. Instinct, instinct. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> He's given an answer. Oh, it's close. It's close. Neither of them are close, but their bids are close. Um, ben has gone for 25,000 people. Nick has gone for 45,000 people. He's gone for 26,000. Nick looks angry. He must be less. It's Nick. He is the winner with 248,000. Oh, That's a lot more than David. I thought it was tiny. Yeah. It's one of the most densely populated yeah, places right. in the country. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Real dick about it. On a, list, on a list of fun facts. These are such hard questions, Lars. <laughs> so fucking hard. Oh, fucking maniac. So, ben Nick got that one right, so. <laughs> he didn't yeah. get it right. He nailed it. What was about? Wasn't even within 20% of the right answer. <laughs> the question was get it closer than Ben does, and he nailed it. <laughs> what well, is the question? Get it closer than Ben does. <laughs> oh, Lars trying to hook himself a late win in the quiz with that mad series of questions. <laughs> Is there a way that... Pathetic lot. I'm sort of hoping... I would have written this differently if I knew this would be a tactic. Bear, Nick, fantastic work there. Uh, your bonuses are no, on population speculation. Good, this will be easy, I imagine. I'll give you three countries or sort of places in a list of How populations. How close am I going to get to these? Here it comes. That's the absolutely mental mind of error I'm allowed. It's actually quite simple. Three countries or places and you just have to name the one with the biggest population. Oh, it okay. couldn't be simpler. First bonus, 
Monaco, San Marino, or the Isle of Man? Monaco. So I originally was going to do them sort of they all were the same letters, like Monaco, San Marino, Isle of Man, and then I got bored of that, so I didn't do that. Couldn't care less. What have you gone for? Monaco. It's wrong, it's the Isle of Man. Amazing. Second bonus <laughs> France, Germany, or Spain? Germany. It's Germany. Of course it is. <laughs> I think we actually like, why, have, why have you asked me a question? <laughs> <laughs> this is part of the game. Um, Sweden, Denmark, or Norway? Oh, because you saw you create a thing for Sweden, isn't it? It'd probably be that. Sweden. No, Norway, 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 definitely. Oh, you're going Norway? Yeah. It's Sweden. Uh, <laughs> Go Should have gone for his national pride. Hell. What are we on? 15-0? So, after 15 three nil. questions, it's 15-0. <laughs> it's a rugby score. Question four. Uh, there is a famous neon screen in the city of Westminster, which... <laughs> going to be tough to get this... Really? And an interruption. Oh, fuck it. I thought it would be the Oxo Town. You, what are you going for? The first neon sign ever, the Oxo Town. Oh, it's not. I see where you've gone with it, but it's not. Oh, well. you. Which company has owned advertising space on fuck said so. screen for over 50 years? Um, I'll go for... Hey, correct, man. Ten points to Ben. Oh, wow. The quiz is level from me. Wow. Because they have a victory buzz from Ben there. Yes. Quite a toughy question. Uh, ben, so your bonuses. Uh, some people say Coca-Cola is a symbol of all that's wrong with capitalist society. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you might go yeah. down this road. <laughs> your bonuses are on fizzy drinks. If I know Loz, these would be the moment in the quiz. Oh, that old link. And you suddenly insert three unbelievably easy bonuses. This would be the exact moment for to do it. There's never any consistency. No, yeah. Spell Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> what colour is Coke? Oh, and then one of the flavours of Fanta. Is Coke fizzy or not? I'm just writing three new questions. <laughs> How did they get my question? Which of these is not a real drink? Coke, Diet Coke, Splooge. <laughs> you don't like a cool glass of Splooge? <laughs> I've actually got some Splooge downstairs. Picky. First bonus. Uh, Seven Up blends which two citrus flavours? <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> Absolutely made it mental. <laughs> Absolutely mental. What is it going to be? Lemon and orange? <laughs> Psychopath. Psychopath is strong. <laughs> I asked him for both. I didn't say one. I wanted both. I wanted a full wanted answer. both, Nick. That's quite uh, a month. Lemon and orange is a roll the time. Both lemon and lime. <laughs> it's a rare combination. Uh, yes. And the exotic fruit, lime. Idiot. <laughs> 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 That's it, the next one. <laughs> Second bonus. The tropical fruit drink, Lilt, originated in which South American country? That's a bit harder. That's fine. South American Suddenly, country. Suddenly so much harder <laughs> than saying lemon and lime. Uh, uh, Lilt was uh, Brazilian. Hey, correct, man. Yeah. A Sunday Times poll, you'll have seen it, uh, once named uh, one UK advert for which fizzy drink as the third best advertisement of all time? Oh, that's obvious. He knows his adverts. He does know his adverts. No. Tango. You can tango. Yeah, you've outthought yourself. I meant... You've you've lost your head. So after four questions, I think Ben might be leading 2015. Is that right? So I lost five. Yeah, 2010. Okay. Mad question. Question five. There are only two colours of squares on the Monopoly board which fall outside the city of Westminster. Can you name them? Both. Who? Did you get that? Well, we can, we can uh, play it. I don't know. You're, you're the quiz master. I, I sort of was... I was distracted. Sweet. Was Rock, Paper, Scissors... If you, I thought it might have been you, just yeah. from the, your reaction. I thought it might have been them. So you go for it. Okay. Yeah. Not as pleased with that as a... Um, Usually, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, um, I'm going to go for... It's a toughie. Are you ready for this? Mm. Here it comes. Real crucial moment of the quiz as well. Here it comes. 
Here it comes. <laughs> Just say some colours. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just say some colours, not on the podcast. Brown and yellow. Oh, oh it's was... wrong. Nick. See, I think that's very close. I think it's brown. I think it's um, the angel, like the blue ones, light blue ones. Light blue is correct. Oh, tits on a board. Tits on a board. Still time for you to get back into this. No, Why are we no, tits not. on a board? Let him have his moment. Sorry, you were just <laughs> saying. I think we're now dead level. You'd finished. We're dead level. Uh, we're dead level is 20 or a thrilling contest. We're six starters. A lot, I, lot I, of early buzzing. I think you would have liked these bonuses. Nick might uh, lash out at any moment. So uh-huh. Is one of them, what are the flavours, lemon and lime? <laughs> no, no, much harder than that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Manchester City were... Uh, what's going on now? Is it, this is, these are Nick's bonuses. Nick got that question correct. Brilliant. These are his bonuses, and then well, we're going to go over the rollover bonuses makes, afterwards. Makes a lot of sense. I forgot about those. Uh, so Nick, Manchester City wear light blue and Noel Gallagher supports Manchester City so your bonuses are on Oasis. Fine. First bonus. What is the name of Oasis's best-selling UK album? Um, which was sold the most? First or second? I'm going to say What's the Story Morning Glory. That's correct. Five points to you. Um, the album had six singles. Can you name two of them? Uh, Roll With It, Wonderwall. Correct. Down the Macanonga. Or Ooh. Hello. Ooh. Oh, no, that one's wrong. Champion Supernova? That one is right. Uh, and some might say. Hey, good stuff. Um, and what is the first line of Wonder War? Today is going to be the day. I'm going to throw it back to you. I'll give it to you. Bye now. What was that? That's quite unpleasant. Hey, this is an unpleasant song to sing. Uh, well, when you do it like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how he does it. So... Guys, uh, the scores on the doors. Nick has done rather well there. He's picked up 15 bonus points, so you are on 35 points. I'm 15 ahead, I believe. Yeah, 15 ahead, Nick okay. uh, Ben, on 20. But we've still got... 30 points in play. 30 points in play. But God knows what's coming. I know. Is it 30 or is it 45? Did we get... No, no we got, 30. Because one of the stars was a who's closest, and neither of us were, but I won it. <laughs> so, uh, the answer to your question one was Elizabeth Tower. Lizzie's Tower, uh, your... Bonuses are on famous Elizabeths, well, uh, and they're all actresses. The answers are Elizabeth actresses. Yeah. Love films, let's go. Love films. First, uh, an actress who was in Austin Powers, <laughs> Ben. Elizabeth Hurley. Correct. Nice. Uh, a Hollywood star of the 19... 19- Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Uh, and this one, a modern-day actress with sisters called Mary-Kate and Ashley. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Hey, correct. I didn't know that, but well done. The Olsen twins. Yeah. So, be- so Nick, I think, is 10 points ahead. 10 points with 15. Four, four, four. 15 points to play. Here we go. So, oh, yes. Uh, More famous Saint- Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, St. David. <laughs> I know. Uh, the smallest city is St. David's. Your bonus is on Famous Davids. No, no they're not. They're not. They're, <laughs> they're, not, they're not. Famous Saints. Um, they're not Famous Davids. <laughs> David's lost nose. They are actually on... Uh, what are they on? They're on patron, patron Saints. Oh no, that's the bit I was going to say a funny thing. Um, <laughs> I don't it by saying It a funny thing, guys. I'm not going to believe this. Uh, I imagine said David is a maverick womanizer who didn't mind giving anyone who crossed him a thick lip, but people don't know anything about him. <laughs> Your funny. bonuses are on Patron Saints. That was funny. That was funny. <laughs> I like that. Good stuff. Um, okay, so they're, they're all on the, um, the Patron Saints of the UK. Which saint is said to have slain a dragon? That's Nick. It's George. Yeah, it's a, it's a simple one. Uh, which British patron saint is said to have... Oh, well. Peter. No. <laughs> driven all snakes away. Patrick. Yeah, nice. Uh, <laughs> arrogant. How is he British? 
uh, British or UK or Irish, British and Irish. He was actually a Brit who went to Ireland, but he's not a British painter, so yeah. No, yeah, although right. he does cover Ireland, which partly is Northern Ireland. St Andrew, let's okay. go home. Yes. <laughs> no, it's not St Andrew. Which saint's famous miracle? <laughs> it's David. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to hear what his famous miracle was? No, no. He raised a small hillock beneath his feet. Why well, haven't I asked us? Did he? <laughs> what are you saying? For the whole of what? Is that Snowden or something? No, just a shitty little hillock. <laughs> uh, that's, and that's how he became a saint, so... Mm. Well, awesome. One. Hey, uh, well done, Nick. You won again, as always. Congrats, man. Keeps Loz in it. But it keeps Loz in that's it. That's the way to do it. everyone's excited by. Hey, that's it for episode 78. Nick, what's happening next week? Sorry, Nick's Easy and Twiglets. <laughs> Some celebratory Twiglets. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little premature, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit of shit, are we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the end of the book. The final book club, and it's a doozy. We're going to rush through the welcome because we're getting straight to the book club. So if you're going to welcome next week, you're not going to get one. See you then. You will. See you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.